Pink Fohawk is a crass, vulgar, violent, raunchy podcast that is meant for immature adult audiences only. Content warning is available in the description. Welcome to Pink Fohawk, everybody. Ben. <laughs> My name is Dan. And I'm not the GM, but I get to introduce the podcast this week. We got Christian here, Hi. we got Justin here, and Ben is here as well. So confused. You wanted to steal my thunder, but you did it so fucking well. Welcome to Pink Foha. I they, like they it. They didn't know it was you. They didn't know it was you. You can't see. Now can you do a Tina version? Oh yeah, do it. Do for a Tina. <laughs> Yeah, your voice modulator, you did Welcome to Pink Fohawk, everybody. <laughs> I'm here with my friend John Anderson. Oh, God, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all fucking it all up just doing impersonations of it's each a other. Whole different... Justin, I'd like you to do an impersonation of all of us, please. <laughs> that would be great. Millie, do your Millie impression. Do your famous Millie impression. I, I don't remember who Millie is. <laughs> That's so, so soon. So soon. Justin is the Christian of our guest stars. He just doesn't give Shit. I always like Justin because of that. <laughs> I played volleyball with Sarah this weekend over uh, Labor Day. Shirtless, Top Gun, slow motion oh, volleyball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I told her, I was like, hey, have you caught up on the podcast this season? Like, I've got my buddy Justin coming in and he's he's our guest right now. And she was just like, was she jealous? Is he better than me? No. Oh, I knew it. No. I was like, I won't say. I won't say. <laughs> but you're going to have to come on on an episode that he's on, and uh, we'll have it out and we'll find We're out. We're going to have to let the audioverse sort that out. I, I think we should poll the fans who's, who's the favorite. I texted her today after work, and I was like, hey, if I called you tonight as Boz, would you answer? And she was just like... I I don't. I'm pretty tired. She gave me the old. I'm tired. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, fans, it's up to you right now. Vote right now. Which one do I kill? <laughs> so soon. Oh, oh, kill. <laughs> so sewer Cage boss. match. Cage match. The octagon. That'd be sick. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, everybody, for impersonating each other and humoring me on this weird intro of Pink Fohawk. If you wouldn't mind, also give me your intros for your characters, please. Dan, let's start with you. Hey, Shadow Punks, my name is Dan. I play Tina Bonemere. Just a mountain of meaty troll muscle out here looking for a friend, cracking skulls and crushing some balls. And watermelons. And watermelons. I'm glad I could finally <laughs> get to sneak that into an episode. <laughs> and hi, folks. I'm Christian. I play John Anderson. He's a yuppie businessman, Reagan supporter, <laughs> and and just just an asshole. Professor of Reaganomics. Four more years. <laughs> yeah. I'm Justin. I play uh, Sosu Twig. Sosu's a convenience store worker, <laughs> convenience store worker, Decker, and slightly unwilling Shadowrunner. Yes. Slightly unwilling. <laughs> he's becoming more willing as he's being able to torture people and see their faces <laughs> twisted. Yeah, he's just, just recording all of it. God damn. We've already got some Sosu fan art, but I want the Baywatch, Mitch Buchanan, Ooh. Shetland Pony, Minotaur fan art. Requested. Yeah. Piebald Shetland Pony, little, little tiny legs. That's going to cost you. That's, that's going to be an NFT that you're going to have to pay for it's gonna be an nsfw nft too <laughs> you're gonna get a fucking deviantart horsecock sosu <laughs> matrix persona Perfect. for sure boiling up tina's feet yeah yes oh my oh, it's all good. of them in one are we doing shadow facts tonight hell yeah yeah how about we start with chris okay <laughs> all right um, fuck. okay john well he's in the bahamas yeah mm-hmm. he quickly logs into his apple newton he gets a text <laughs> message 
from Yom Hammer mm. that just says, completed book two. What? <laughs> no way. Now, Is y'all, y'all remember the original chat GPT? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> thank you for piecing that where I was you going with cheater, this man. together. Wow. Yom Hammer <laughs> is creating this entire cult for John. And he, John's, he, he doesn't even really want to do it. The, the puppet master of his, his creation. It's running away. Is influencing his life. And he doesn't know, he doesn't want to disappoint Yom. He can't wow. stop. He can't stop feeding the beast. Wow. He has to keep working and doing his bidding. Yeah, you got to tame Fuck, Yom, man. Dude. Put it back between your legs. He has to legs. serve the servant. Very interesting. How about you, Dan? Tina had a very brief stint doing some female bodybuilding. Of course, she um, did. back when she lived in Portland, like in her early days with Leah, and um, she was pretty. She had a lot of brief stints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was figuring out who she was, right? But she was pretty good. Like she was. I mean, we've already established she looks like a female bodybuilder. In racist twenty fifty three, they uh, the, the trolls can only do the bodybuild competitions together. And she tried to uh, move into the uh, the human bodybuilding, and they they wouldn't allow it. And so <laughs> she quit. And she has like this chip on her shoulder and this mission to like meld bodybuilding across all meta human species in twenty fifty three. And she's just got a bad taste in her mouth from it. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, man. <laughs> She was trying to go into a lower weight class. They wouldn't let her in, huh? John's like, I think I have a problem with that. <laughs> I love when we can make this so, like, it gets so messy. Dan's like, so Tina actually identifies as human. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and I are just trying to use the topics. We're ripping it from the headlines like Law and Order. Chat GPT's coming in. From the headlines. Transgender rights issues are coming mm-hmm. in. Trans- We're just trying yeah, to yeah. infuse the 80s <laughs> Dan- culture with some headlines. Dan's like, for the record, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Trolls are seen as something less, and she's not cool with that. Because she would, let's be honest, she would fucking dominate some human bitches. You know what I mean? I think it's funny if Tina didn't do well in her bodybuilding because she has three nipples and doesn't realize (laughs) that that's why no one wants to see her in a bikini. (laughs) One of the the judges saw something extra just kind of poking through on the side. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The the middle one's covered, the side one's sticking out. (laughs) Yeah. Two full point deduction on that. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. (laughs) Every time. How about you, Justin? Do you have any shadow facts for us? Susie's favorite beetle. It's a man who raises a little baby pig. Oh, really? Pop belly? The emotions are turned up way high on it. (laughs) Kind of just like a compilation of him having all these happy moments raising this little baby pig. Yes. The montage ends with the guy... Eating a pork steak and crying. Oh, no. Oh, you dark. You got the full range. Yep. All the emotions. Wow. Sosu is such a fucked up individual. Sosu's darker than John could ever be. (laughs) What I think is crazy is that Sosu sees emotions as if it's like palettes of flavors. Like nothing's wrong. There's no wrong way. He's like playing around like there's evil and and purity. It's it's only fairly recently that he realized that other people have emotions (laughs) in the real world. Like it was like one of those like moments he's sitting there working at the Goop for Less and he's like, Oh, other people feel that. Oh. <laughs> yes. I love how we have two clear serial killers on our podcast. Full on. Full on. Tina is just too... Tina's Lenny from Of Mice and Men. So she, she kills but doesn't know what she's doing. She's just walking around like, hi, guys. <laughs> she's just as dangerous. Perhaps more oh dangerous. I don't know. 
I think I'm three margaritas in, but I about coated my microphone with margarita. That was. So I think it's funny. Bad. He's like, I just coated my underpants. We that shit. took every ounce of willpower I had, guys. All right, now I'm ready. Uh, all right, let's get you into the world here. So last session, you guys took a luxurious private plane to the Bahamas, to the Caribbean League, to Grand Bahama yes. Island. The Bahama Mama. Grand Bahama. To, yes, you're all Bahama Mamas. <laughs> Tina's a Bahama Mama now. A big Mama. A big Bahama Mama. <laughs> and uh, you guys got to Unison, Inc., I don't think you planned anything. You went right to the building. <laughs> but you guys got into Alec Caldwell's office where Sosu, you guys did some detective work. John, you were able to did. find the cocktail napkin and get a couple clues on there. Some neo-noir. Some neo-noir there. And uh, and then- My best, Big Lebowski. Is Big Lebowski cock shading yes. to find some answers. <laughs> <laughs> and Sosu was able to do some matrix diving and found the location of Thorber in the R&D facility and you guys yeah. had ascertained that that was actually in the elevator going to the basement right now that elevator going to the basement is a higher code level than what you have access to it's a level red access code to go down into the facility mm. you now know where to go to get to it but you don't have access to that elevator you're gonna have to figure out how to get it interesting could he get into the slave node i've made that system Air gapped. Oh, so I've got to go there. Yeah. Mm. Can you explain what air gap means? The air gap means that they are not connected. There's no way of anything to get any information to get in or out of research and development. And I would imagine the elevator is also part of that system for that very reason. Mm. Interesting. Anything red level is on this separate air gap system. Okay. Since Sosu's in that. Uh... What was the data one called? The data store? He wants to do a browse and see if he can find where they print cards. If he can find anywhere that he could uh, to make a red card. Ooh, yes. I like that. It's a clever idea. So first of all, roll me. Well, I have a red card, right? You have an orange card. Oh, there's a red is next level, is what you're saying. Fucking next mm. level. Tina's like, maybe we could paint it red. <laughs> <laughs> Tina's over there with a tube of lipstick, just rubbing it on the, the card right now. Nice. All right, so you'll roll your browse dice. You can use your acting pool against a target number of four. One, six, and one, four. Rock and roll. What's your evasion? Four. Four. You just fail to browse. Shit. The Decker can try to execute the program again, but he adds a plus two to the target number for each test. Ooh, shit. Not good. So you can try again for a plus two to your target number. It would be a target number six. Okay. So Sosu's going to try one more time. Okay. I'm pissed that uh, this is two in a row that he has not been able to do. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Uh, that is a... F- so wait... <laughs> We're all in pins and needles. You're like, that is four ones. I needed a six, right? You needed a six. Yeah, uh, no success. Oh, damn. God damn it. The system is just not cooperating. John at that moment comes and like puts a hand on Sosu's shoulder like, how's it going, my man? <laughs> like, were you, you in, WizKid? Uh, no, I'm doing I'm doing really good, John. I'm doing really good. <laughs> that a boy. That a boy. I, th- I, think, I think I'm going to make some breakthroughs here soon. I'm just doing like a little shoulder massage. All right. All right, champ. Sosu's very distracted now. <laughs> I like how I'm treating you like... <laughs> Like some mentor. Also like a like, like you're my little like I don't know, protege. 
You're my son. <laughs> yeah, like you have anything to teach this guy. <laughs> How you doing? You need a little help uh, cracking through this ice? Yeah. Well, he did say that he needed to learn more. John's now seeing him as like he's teaching him. I love him. it. The sensei. Uh, yeah, no, you're not able to to find that information, right? unfortunately. Yeah, that was uh, that was Sosu's idea. Okay. Okay. Um, you were looking to see if you could find where they could, you could print that badge. Yeah, if I could find some place where I could print mm. a red badge. Yeah. Uh, guys, you, you got any ideas? I I really don't. Can Tina roll an intelligence real quick to see if she remembers seeing anybody down, like down on the first level or throughout the building who had a red badge on? Did she notice any red badges around or people that they were wearing them? Uh, roll me intelligence and it'll be a target number of difficult. So we're going to say it's target number seven. Ooh, seven. Okay. So here comes three dice. Yeah. yeah. Nope, just a five. Five, two, one. Yeah, you don't recall anybody with red badges. What about um? John noticed there was a security room downstairs. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Is there any way for us maybe to, I don't know, somehow get into that security room? Are you using the Matrix with Sosu to do that? Or are we? Are we is that just a plan to go down to the security room? Maybe can Sosu hack like the monitors in the security room or something? Or can he hack, can he get the doors open? I don't know what the limits of uh, the Matrix are. The guy that, you, that Tina beat the shit out of last episode was security so I'm, i'm assuming that the security doors must be orange is Tina going to walk in there and there's security in a janitor outfit? Mm. Like, I mean, it's like how, they would know who the security personnel is. So how do we get into security? Yeah, but how many people are in there? Can we overwhelm them? Could we overwhelm them? What if we like sent Sosu in as an IT guy to the security room to jack in in the security room? What do you guys think about that? <laughs> Sosu's pretty awkward in person. I know, but so are IT guys. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is how uh, Sosu dies. <laughs> I want to see if like he can hack into the security room and maybe like they can print us a badge or something. Ooh, I like that. We could do uh, security cameras and I could try to find somebody with a red badge, try to lure them up to this room. That's a good idea. Up to the office? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's pretty Let's do it. Let's do it. It's efficient. Low energy. So you're looking amongst like the these massive marble pillars of these different nodes. And you notice that none of these are the no- slave node for the cameras downstairs. This just covers Alec Caldwell and the executive offices. You'd have to go through the sand node and then connect to that system downstairs and then connect to that slave node. So it's gonna be a one extra step. You gotta skip systems and then you can check out that slave node. Okay. Damn. So what, do, what does the sand node look like? The sand node looks like a stone walkway or a marble walkway that just drops off. When you zoom over to it, you approach it, you see that there's just like a cliff edge that leads down. Oh, shit. And the marble, when you step on it, the gravity takes you over and you're like, now you're staring straight down as you fucking travel to this other node. To be clear, Sosu doesn't zoom, he gallops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> gallops over the cliff. <laughs> and as you run down this, you, you notice that there's a regal gilded gate that you have to go through to get through this other system. It's the the sand node. Okay. To access the sand, this is a much less secure system. The executive offices had higher security. So you're coming down here, you're seeing that this target number is going to be three. Okay. I'm gonna sleaze on this one. I wanna sleaze it. Keep it sleazy. Keep it sleazy. He can use combat dice, right? He can use his hacking pool, yeah. Oh my God. Two fours and three fives. Nice, you fucking rock that shit. What's your evasion, you said? I need to remember this. Uh, four. One success, so yeah. You sleezed, right? I sleezed, yeah. You shrink down real small and like gallop right between these bars of this gilded gate and it doesn't even realize that you're there. Sweet. And you get into 
a much less opulent looking system. Um, it's a little more like sprites. They're just kind of like flat images pasted onto geometric shapes and shit. Sweet. <laughs> They're trying to look like the marble floor above, but look like fucking like you're in Tomb Raider 1. <laughs> and, and you see the slave node, which it just looks like a, a large atrium. The slave node is a gazebo, <laughs> and you can see it's got like a little water trickling down the middle path, a small little um, inset waterfall fountain drifting off, and you see it all cascading down to connect to different devices down below. Okay. So if you want to connect to this node, you'll have to... Trickle down economics, if trickle you will. Trickle down Reaganomics. Rigano John's like, oh, I, un I understand this <laughs> metaphor. I like this company already. I have a question. Can we see, like, Sosu popped up the screen on the mahogany desk. Like, can we see what Sosu sees in the Matrix on the screen on the desk? I hope so. I hope I hope we're sitting over his shoulders like Sam Neill in, in, in Jurassic Park. I feel like Tina's, like, over in the room with the security guard, but John's just kind of like bumming around with a cocktail, a white Russian in his hand, and like, <laughs> can he see? No, no, John's John's addicted to the whiz kid. He's like watching the wizard. Yeah, you're on his shoulder. Like, can John see what he's doing? Yeah, I would love to. I'll let Sosu tell you that. I think we described a little pop-up uh, screen that comes yeah. up out of his deck. It's severely <laughs> compressed into tiny little... The Game Boy camera. ...voxels. Very pixelated. Yeah, very pixelated. Pointy Laura Croft breasts. Nice. <laughs> With nude patch applied. Yes. <laughs> that was such a frustrating thing as a kid because it never worked either. You get downloaded the thing too. to game you hide it from all your You must have not been the right kind of hacker. I couldn't get it to work, <laughs> alright? Yeah, so roll me I guess if you're trying to get into the slave, you gotta get through the access ice there too. Okay. Access level four. So now you're rolling against target number Still target number three, but it's going to try to detect you. Please, that. you got to be careful okay. this episode, man. So I'm going to do sleaze again. You see on top of the gazebo a little a little hawk. Oh. And it's kind of just kind of looking around. Damn. Fuck. A one, a one, a two, a three, a six, and a five. A six and a five. That's what we needed. That's oh, what we yeah. needed. They had two successes nice. as well. Oh, shit. Wait a second. This is an orange system. So you need three successes to pass the... The exercise did not detect you, but you didn't get through. Whatever you try to do, it's going to be a plus two now. It's going to have to be against a five. Fuck. So even if I switch over to a deception, it's got to be... It's a five? Still five. Still five. All right. So, so Sue's going with the deception. He's got a four on deception. Okay. And what about hacking pools? Are you using your hacking pool? What, what's going on there? Yes, I am. Yes. I am using my hacking pool. I'm letting um, him use them all on each one, just because whatever. I think it's actually okay. kind of cool that he gets to use those. In combat, he's going to have to divvy what he's doing. True. Right? True. If he's in okay. Matrix combat. Uh, one, a two, a two, a four, a four, and three sixes. Oh, Fuck. my God. Oh, you were such a bastard. You are leaving me on the edge. <laughs> Reading those all backwards. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, uh, it had two successes. You beat it, and you're able to... How do you deceive this hawk? He... Puts together a little mouse. Okay. And he throws it way up into the air. And as the hawk's uh, taking off towards this mouse, he slips into the gazebo. Nice. I thought he was going to get like a falconer's glove or I something. I did too. I thought you were going <laughs> to falconer that shit and bring him with you. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a Nintendo power glove, but a falconer glove. <laughs> you just get to carry this fucking hawk around the rest through the Matrix. Just woo. Uh, yeah. That's what would have happened if I would have uh, been able to sleaze it in. Sleazed him. Sweet. Yeah, as soon as that thing catches the mouse in midair... There's a little gate that opens up and you're able to go into the gazebo. Like you gave it a password. 
That's locked because nice. you deceived your way in. You didn't sleep. So yep. You are in the slave note and you see all kinds of devices that this is connected to. All kinds of doors, all kinds of camera systems. You'll have to browse to find the one you want. Does he have to continue to roll to control any of those or they're at his disposal? No, once he finds one, he can just do it. Fuck yes. So he you has have... to find the exact one that he wants. He has to browse for it. The first thing I'm going to do is try to browse to the security room cameras. Okay. As he's here, you guys hear like a small knock on the glass door outside. Oh shit. Oh shit. And there's a custodian leaning in. Hey, can I, can I clean in here? I feel like that's a John situation. No, you can't clean in here. I'm working in here. You gotta come back when I'm not working. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I was told that Mr. Caldwell was was out today. Is this uh, who are you? I'm Mr. Caldwell. Who are you? What? <laughs> roll me a roll me predicate, John. We're gonna see if you can fool this guy. Target number is gonna be. Uh, is this gonna be difficult? Six. Target number six. Come on, John. Come on, John. One success. One six. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. He also rolled a six. He you also rolled a six, but you, you, it goes to you. He only had two intelligence. <laughs> Tina is like hiding behind like the, the jam of the door ready to fucking murder this guy. Like right out of his eyesight right yeah, the now. Camera pans over. And you're just ready to kill him. Tina's just got her sap raised above the door with her big fucking troll reach. And it's like ready to come down this guy's head. A dude, is, he's like standing there. He's like an orc. Yeah. You see him kind of squint. It's not so much you convince him so much as he's just confused. He's like, you are? I, you are you? This is the longest conversation I've ever had with a janitor. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. He he visibly winces. He visibly winces. (laughs) And uh, he says, uh, uh, do you want me to close this door? Yes. Okay. He closes it's like the door. Out. Of the maid. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my room. And he closes the door. He closes the door. Now, this gives John an idea. He wants to use his his dude Big Lebowski detective cells again. He he glances in the trash can to see if there's anything in the trash can. Okay. Ooh, nice. And he finds a red badge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good night, guys. And another plane ticket back to the UCAS. <laughs> Um, let's see here. One second. Wait, what the fuck was John's J-Bone, right? (laughs) J-Bone. Was that my fucking name? J-Bone. J-Bone. What were they? (laughs) I know, but I'm trying to remember. J-Bone and Tanya Harding. Okay. Tanya Harding. (laughs) And what was Sosu's? Timothy Sosusan. Timothy Sosusan. What the fuck? his names i love it honestly what's really cool though is that you guys just just naturally bound into this but i guess it's kind of a fun thing that it's like a classic thing in Shadowrun they do when they get fake sins they do obviously fake names because yes, it's just funny to it. do it like they just go with the most fake fucking name ever that's sweet a fake <laughs> id for beer or something mclovin yeah mclovin you know? mclovin yeah yeah roll me uh roll me your intelligence john if you're searching target number four Target number four, huh? Mm-hmm. Average. One four and one six. You find a technical readout. This is this is really sloppy of Caldwell. You find like a little pamphlet he threw away, and it looks like something maybe he he took with him to pitch what Kickchip was to somebody. And as you're flipping through it, you see basically how it works. What Kickchip does, it's proprietary technology that is actually a read and write chip. Really? Within the chip, it has that technology. 
And what it does is it works through subliminal cues. Oh, shit. Picking up certain impulses that would be more effective with each different case. Yeah. And then subliminally cueing those impulses to help people fight their addiction. Okay. It uses subliminal cues. Are you suggesting that maybe there's AI at work here to influence human behavior? <laughs> All you can see in the readout is that it's a proprietary read and write chip. Fuck. Read and write. My submission is that what Alec Caldwell is doing is trying to fucking build something that can influence the users who buy it. Right. It's a read and write. It can read what you're thinking, but it can write to your brain to make you a zombie to do what the fuck him and his corporation wanted. It definitely has implications beyond yes. kick chip. That's what I would think. That's where my brain it can, goes. It, it fallen into the wrong hands. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like so soon. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like Sosu's. Yes, like Sosu's. Read and write. Read and write. Sosu. Sosu. Can we use the kick chip that we have? Can we synthesize an ID card? Can we write onto the onto the onto the memory <laughs> of this chip? <laughs> MacGyver, you guys are just MacGyver from this office. I could easily see that there might be a mechanism for Sosu to try to rewrite an RFID orange card to an RFID red card. That would be amazing. That would be cool. And I don't know why we couldn't computer program that to do that if with some sick rolls. We've got a whiz kid. Yeah, we'd probably have to find a machine to do that, I'm assuming. It's like a hotel room. Like, you just return your card right. down right. to the front desk, and then they you reprogram it. it to a new room. I think that's how it should work. Like, it should just <laughs> be within the computer. You just got to reprogram what the address to the card is. Well, like, these are shockingly cheap RFID readers and writers. <laughs> They're just radios. <laughs> All right, so you were browsing for cameras, right, Justin? Yeah, so uh, I was going to browse for cameras into the security room. Maybe there's a way to print a card or something. Ooh. I don't know. If that's well, right. I guess I could just look for the printer. Okay, you are in the uh, the slave node, and you walk into this gazebo, and you can see the water spidering off, trickling down trot, all these... Trot, not Not walk, trot. Trotted. <laughs> You trot it and now you stand and and slightly tip tap a little bit, you know, un restlessly standing with hooves clicking on this marble. All this water is cascading down and spidering off into these different devices and you have to basically browse now to see which one specific cameras you're looking for. Okay. Romy, your it has access ice on it. So you have to roll against the target number four, a deception or sleaze again. I'm going to just do deception because I've already... Or sorry, target number three. I'm sorry. Target number three. Okay. So I've got two fours, two fives, and a six. Okay. Yeah. Tell me what your browse program looks like. It's a steampunk hat. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. I put on this little steampunk top hat and a little monocle comes down. <laughs> It starts adjusting to different uh, other little lenses pop in front of it. And there's like 20 lenses just like going up and down. There's little gears turning on the hat. He's like a jeweler. He uh, he thought this was really cool a few years ago. Uh, he's been meaning to change it, but... Uh, <laughs> It's one of those things just gets backburnered over and over. Sosa's using like this fucking deck from when he was like high school <laughs> with his high school persona and all these old things he thinks are lame, but they're sweet. It's like Alienware. It's like lighting up like all cool. <laughs> razor. It's all razor shit. Alienware. Yeah. RGB. Yeah. So yeah, you get through the access. It's just basically a small gate. You walk through, get into the gazebo, or you're searching for this stuff. The, the lenses flip down in front of your eyes. Each lens that flips down, another stream of water disappears from your vision. Nice. And they keep disappearing yeah, until you nice. see the one that you're looking for. 
And now you're looking through cameras on the entire first floor. Nice. You can pick which one you want to look into. I'm going to uh, examine the security room and see if I can see any sort of RFID programming devices. Uh, roll me intelligence. Target number four. If he can find it, he should be able to hack into it. You guys can all roll me intelligence. Sosu did just roll four sixes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> intelligence of five, four sixes. I mean, dude, Sosu, you're just kind of looking through this camera and you see someone walk through. You see Rosita, actually. Uh-oh. Walk <laughs> back through two doors and walk into the security room. What's she doing and in say, the security room? I need one more guest pass, please, uh, for the second oh. floor. And you see a person turn around and crack their knuckles like, and he starts tip tapping on this. It's a separate terminal device with a bunch of different screens on it. It just looks like a yeah. big security just you know, looks computer. like a card reader, exactly what you guys need. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like the person at the hotel front desk who takes your card and like re-slots it in a little fucking plastic machine. Yeah. Like, okay, you're good to go. Here you Not go. Here. What's your name? Oh, I don't need an ID. Just, go, just tell me what your name is. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and go up into the, the fourth floor. That's your room now. Yep. Hell yeah. Yunus and Inc. It is a heavy duty machine. A computer machine, and this guy takes the card in, and it's like a big. Takes a whole room. Yeah. It's like a big mechanical thunk. As he slides it down into this big device and it latches and beep, beep, See tip, it. tap, tip, tap, tap. And he gives it like level yellow clearance. And then takes the card back out, hands it to her. You know, like those old credit card readers back in the day? Like how they used to, I have to like oh, slide that thing. Yeah, yeah, the paper. It's like a me- triplicate. Yeah, it's like a yeah. mechanical thing he has to do. The carbon and, paper shit. Yeah, yeah, they're literally just <laughs> tracing it. Yo, Shadow Pounds, here's a Shadow Fact for you. Berlin. It's a bug, not a feature, not a feature. We are a German actual play Shadowrun podcast. Hoi Oma, willkommen in Berlin, willkommen im Status F, ein Shadowrun 6 actual play podcast. Yeah, that's right, a fucking German actual play. Our podcast is edited fast-paced, we get super high production value, and the sound design is top-notch. In our AP, we focus on character development and immersive storytelling. Oh, come on, ChatGPT, that is so fucking generic. Absolutely bullshit, nothing saying. You need to highlight the things that set us apart from other actual plays. Like, that we are very, very focused on the rules. Because we play in Germany, and in Germany you play by the rules. Also, fun fact, we only use military march music for the score. Yeah, okay, that's a total lie. But anyhow, slot your Saxonian lingo soft and give us a listen everywhere where you find podcasts. And now back to the show. So what Sosu wants to try to do here is try to find the card scheduling system. What does that mean? He wants to find the schedule for adding people's names to colored cards. And he wants to add uh, J-Bone, Tanya, Hardy, and Timothy Sosuzan to the uh, the schedule for red cards. I think it'd be funny if you forgot the McManus on J-Bone. That's perfect. That way you don't have to physically make it, but we can like go down there and they'll just give it to us. Wow. I love it. All right. Very good. You gotta roll the shit out of this, Justin. Nice work, Justin. So you're in the camera node right now, the the camera area. Yep. I'm trying to think of how you're like manipulating this stream of water. 
you take your lenses back and all the streams are back. So all the streams that are going to different devices and stuff are back and you But you got the combination of, of lenses correct that you can flash back to, right? Yes. Because you're in the node. You don't have to roll to get to the access ice anymore. You're in the node. Okay. You do need to browse for this. So run your browse okay. program against the target number four. Or target number three. Sorry. I like this whole episode is going to be us trying to get into this fucking red elevator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Five successes. Uh, yeah. Your lenses automatically adjust. And you see the streams disappearing in different sequences until you find the one that goes to the computer in the security room. And then to do your thing, I think you have to do your computer skill for a system operation. Okay, is that just a straight computer skill? Uh, computer skill? People? I believe so. To conduct a okay. system operation, the decker must make a computer skill test. Oh, hacking pool dice may be added against a target number equal to the system rating of the node. So there's, there's no contesting. You just have to get past the security system rating. So target number is three. You have to get three successes. I can add hacking dice up to my computer. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this so you're going dice. <laughs> Shatterun, baby. Shatterun, baby. That is 10 successes. 10 successes? Whoa. 10 successes? This whole episode should have just been me and Christian, like, drinking in a different chat room. Yeah. And Sosu just fucking rocking fucking <laughs> True. hardcore rolls. I've got a ha all. hacking matrix pool of 12. God damn. Shit. So my Fuck, total roll there was 12. 10 successes. Fucking shit. You are able to make this thing your fucking bitch. What do you want yes. it to do? You want to add... All three of your names. I want to add all three of our names to the schedule. Fucking uh, shit, Sosu. For red red cards, and I want to mark them as urgent. Sweet, damn. Yeah, you just put this little uh, message in a bottle. It's a little shitty looking Ocarina of Time bottle, like super fucking angular. <laughs> yes. And you drift it down the stream and it falls down the waterfall and you see it drop right into the fucking node of this computer system down there. Hell fuck yes. yes. So soon. <laughs> guys, we're, 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 on the, we're on the schedule to, to get cards now, I think. I'm pretty sure that's how that worked. <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, Sosu. <laughs> Is John still got his hand on Sosu's shoulder? Little shoulder massage? <laughs> Yep. So she's just going, Ugh. John immediately walks away as soon as he got what he needed. Oh. <laughs> and, and gives him the cold shoulder again. Like a father, just clean yourself up. <laughs> Can I say Tina's back in the other, like, viewing room into the spa, the fucking creeper viewing room closet uh, yeah. with the uh, security guard? Yeah. I'm just going to ask Ben, has he come to yet or is he still out? Let me roll. Roll his body. Ooh, he's starting to blink. So he's coming too. Ugh. Oh God, what Ugh. is Tina gonna do to this guy? <laughs> As he comes to, she's got a chair that she grabbed out of Alec Caldwell's office. I like how she brought like a bunch of watermelons in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it, the watermelons work on everyone. He starts to get a boner instantly. <laughs> are, you, are you gonna smash those with your eyes? <laughs> As he comes to, he sees a giant fucking 10 foot troll sitting in front of him. Mm -hmm. He realizes obviously that his hands are bound behind his back and his feet are bound together with these metal restraints <laughs> oh that Tina has. And Tina's got this chair flipped around backwards and she's sitting right in front of him, kind of hunched You're over. Like, and he's got a dildo up his ass. Oh. His <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have to adjust my groans to this hypothetical dildo. And he's got that pineapple in his mouth like that thing that <laughs> so we had to put in. I'm just going to say Tina's going to roll her verbal <laughs> interrogation here. As he's coming to, she's going to just say, My name's Tanya Harding. 
I don't want you to answer my questions right now. Why is she interrogating this guy? Just because. We or I'm going to the... break your kneecaps. I don't even know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I want to know everything about your boss down in security. Anything you can tell me right now. And she reaches out with her hand and she clamps it down around his temples on the top of the crown of his head. Oh my god. Fingers on one side, thumb on the other side. And you can feel the pressure start to crush down. First roll me a verbal interrogation. Verbal interrogation of three. A six, a six, and a two. Willpower here. That's the same target number. Oh, you're doing secret target numbers now. Is that what you're doing now? Yeah. Ben has told us he's moving to secret target numbers. The now. training wheels are coming off, boys. You guys Damn. are now. You guys know what? I, I wanted to do that so you guys kind of knew what how it worked. Like how. How does it really help get, us or hurt it? What's the advantage to having secret? The advantage is, I think, from a storytelling perspective, like if you're trying to discern if someone's told you all the information, it's better if you don't know the target number mm. because then I can tell you mm. you think this. And now you think that, right. as opposed to being like, "Oh, I think that because I failed, obviously." So it's always I think. It's always I think. This or is or maybe if it's a dominant role, you might say I know. I guess. Yeah, dominant or sub. I respect mm -hmm. that. I respect that. Okay. I think I need cool. to make a pot of coffee. Make a pot of coffee. Okay, we'll keep going. How many employees do you have down in that room? Uh, at all, at, like overall, I think we've had yes. maybe 10 on rotation, 10 on rotation. Spread throughout the four floors. Spread throughout the, yeah, my job is obviously executive level. That's my territory. I, 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 I patrol the executive floor and escort people from the ground floor. Who are you? What is this? I said my name's Tanya Harding. Shut the fuck up. And she squeezes a little bit tighter oh, on his temple. Oh, <laughs> and Tina, roll me intelligence. Okay, three dice for intelligence. Four, five, two. You notice a few people on the other side of the glass kind of turn their head a little bit. Oh shit, I'm being too loud. Fuck. You hear them kind of look at each other. I'm gonna roll really quick. Oh shit. It's a quiet room. You gotta be quiet in this this fucking voyeur room. <laughs> quiet interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking a, a troll screaming at him like Batman, and then squeezes temples and he's and he's but screamed. she has a verbal interrogation. She's being okay, okay. intentional. Then it's his scream when you squeezed his fucking head. <laughs> he's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Roll me a quickness, team. All right, quickness is five. Target number four. I have a four, a four, a two, two, one. He starts to scream and you're able to fucking catch his throat and stop it. Oh, with my other hand? <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> hey, hey Tina, Sosu is uh, jacked out and has been watching this. Yeah, Sosu, um, we've got an appointment to get to and <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a, a sadist block here, but uh, maybe you should just kill that guy so we can go. I understand, but every little bit helps. This is part of my method acting process. His eyes get really wide when he hears Sosu say you should just kill him. John gets back from the bathroom. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck's going on in here? Tina's getting her rocks off. We're just trying to get every last drop we can get, John. Oh my god. John's got like a coffee from the coffee machine. Like he was yeah, like yeah. making himself at home on this corner. Yeah, before. oh definitely. <laughs> a little bot rolls up and like offers you water, John. Like just like it's like a little fucking like trash can looking thing on wheels and it's got like water cups. I'm just like, I just take it. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, I don't talk to machines. From now on, I'm going to always give John these meaningless interactions with stupid things. I just think that's funny to see Chris's face have to try to like role play around this <laughs> inconsequential moment. I like it. Okay, okay, I take the water, I guess. Whatever, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> a little R2-D2 on the slaver yeah. ship. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerfully beep. Butler R2-D2. She lets up just a little bit and she says, What's his name? 
Uh, his name's Leon. <laughs> wow, I like that. That was like fucking Lando <laughs> when he's getting choked by Chewbacca. Yes, man. Yes. <laughs> Star Wars references tonight. <laughs> yeah. He I'm, says, uh, Leon. He's still kind of groggy. He's still hurt. He's got a huge bruise forming. It's it's starting to bruise and turn black a bit where you fucking yeah. crushed his radio, subdermal radio. Yeah. He's like, Leon, what? My boss, Leon? Everything you know about him right now. Spit it out. Uh, he's an asshole. <laughs> his name's Leon Wade. He's a fucking prick. Tina's kind of half whispering now because she's noticed. You say he's got 10 on rotation. How does How Tina many? whisper? How does Tina whisper? Like this. Like this, you <laughs> motherfucker. She whispers like this. <laughs> He's got ten on rotation, and how many in the office? About four. I just love how Dad created Tina, and and he thought he'd only have to do it for like two episodes, and now he's yeah. he's done the voice. He's, the stuck. voice is like so difficult. He's done like permanent Brian Johnson damage to his vocal cords. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it hurt? Does it hurt to do that voice? No, it's fine. It's pretty breathy. I, I think it's funny if you do the fucking. X-Men Wolverine. He's like, every time. It hurts every time. Yeah. It hurts every yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. It hurts every time. <laughs> I can't speak to my children the next day for three days. Yeah. <laughs> All for you, listeners. I think it's funny if you use the Tina voice with your children. It's like a little character you made. <laughs> Once in a while. Do you? Tina says, go to bed. <laughs> Don't make me get the watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> Might just imagine massive bruises on your inner thighs from trying to smash these watermelons. They're not in season yet. Oh my god. They're harder to break when they're not in season. Just the threat scares the kids. No, daddy. Oh my god. Daddy, not the watermelons. Please speak to us. <laughs> The method. <laughs> oh. Oh, please, Daddy, speak to us. Oh, oh my Talk. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dan, now, at this point in the podcast, you need to admit, have you ever tried to crack a watermelon with your thighs? Not yet. Interesting. But I thought Not about yet. it. Not I've seen yet. a lot of videos of watermelon crushing, <laughs> but I've never tried it because I... I played volleyball this weekend and my knees have not forgiven me for several days now. And yeah. I don't know if like crushing a watermelon between my thighs would be a favor for my knees either. So it takes some knee work there because that's how they leverage it. They put the feet <laughs> together. I honestly think the bigger the watermelon, the easier it would be to crush it. I, that's what I think. That's not a proven theory. That's just what I think in my heart, my deep, my deep heart. But <laughs> so. Tina is interrogating this motherfucker, and he has revealed that they have 10 people on rotation, and she's asking him five how many people in the any office. given day. I don't know how he talks. I forget how his voice is, but he's now he's raspy because you chokeholded him. There's five. There's five. Five here today. Oh, God. <laughs> Tina's going to say one more thing to him, and she's going to crush down a little bit harder with her hand. Oh! Again, not trying to do too much, but just a little bit. John's going to come back, like, stirring his coffee and be like, what? Are we still in here doing this? <laughs> we, we, we've got an appointment, but uh, Tina, Tina's having fun. Tell me something useful, and I will decide if it's useful enough to not crush your skull. Uh, uh, and he thinks he's like, uh, Stewie, Stewie, uh, he was late today. He was late today. He was supposed to show up. Leon's pissed about it. Has he shown up yet? No. Uh, no. 
The Romy, your verbal interrogation, Tina. Okay. Only Tina. Three. We would. We have exactly what we need to move no, on. No, just any little bit we more. can get. Any little bit we can get. I got a five, a five, and a six. What's bitch. your rating? <laughs> I get to roll three dice. Yeah. Okay. He's rolling his willpower against that number. He he thinks back for a second. You squeeze a little tighter. He's like he's like yeah, we're buddies. He texted me. He's not showing up today. I'm covered for him. I'm trying to help cover for him. You know. Thank you. What's your name? It's uh. Perry. And before he finishes it, she fucking crushes his skull inwards and just fucking implodes his his, his fucking head. John's just like, oh, like he spills, he spits the coffee out all over the rug, holy shit, all over that fucking robot. And she looks over to Sosu and she just winks. Jesus, that, that, that's cooler than watermelons. John, the vision of Troll Hand. From the temples, crushing the soft parts of a skull together and his eyes bulging wide and his mouth growing, like his jaw like dropping impossibly long as he's like, oh! Yeah, it's total recall, man. It's yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger's head. eyes just popping out of his head. He's <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Jesus. What did that accomplish, Bonebeal? <laughs> well, we know that there are 10 guards on rotation and five guards in the guard office. Now, we're going to go down to get these cards that Sosu ordered for us, but at least we have like an understanding of what the guard situation is in general. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys, we I mean, we really need to get to this appointment, and it's going to take me a while now that I, I have this Mintos in my pocket again. <laughs> oh, can I have one of those? I... <laughs> I, I'm feeling a little sick uh, from all that that head crushing. It's just I wasn't expecting it. John's already like John's already grasping for it. I need the fresh maker. Maybe someday. Uh, so soon. I need the fresh maker. So soon. Let's go. Let's go to our appointment. Don't tease me. Let's fucking get out of this room. Let's get out of this room. Tina slides the door closed, the secret door to the fucking gross voyeur room into the spa with the dead body with the crushed skull inside of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I think we all head over to the elevator and we hit the down button. Uh, yeah, you're able to use the guard's pass key to get into the elevator. The elevator takes you down four floors to the first floor. You come out right in front of the back entrance near what is the employee cafe. You see a bunch of tables and you hear pleasant music as people are just sort of meandering around eating food and giving the money they've earned from the corporation back to the corporation with the subsidized food that the corporation provides in their little cafeteria there. <laughs> and you guys walk out in the middle of that. I love your accurate description of a corporate office. Yeah. Where they never want you to leave. No, give the money right back. John's going to grab a bagel like uh, <laughs> like in, uh, in, uh, the Spider-Verse. There's maybe like five or six really long like family style tables, but these tables are huge. They're like, you know, 60 feet long. Past those tables, you can see a doorway that says uh, security over it. All right. Let's nice. fucking do this unless we want to kill a few other people. And Lead the way, John. <laughs> You're the fucking corporate guy. Like, we are in an office building. I feel like we're all just kind of I feel like I'm John masquerading here. is too high up, though. I feel like Sosu needs to go and be like, uh, we have an appointment. I just feel like I need to be above it. I need to be like kind of my my role is like if we're doing the Star Wars, if you will, mm-hmm. the two stormtroopers with the prisoner. Sure. You guys need to be, you know, the people that work there. And I need to be like the boss who's just like, can we just get this over with so we can get, get you know, get this thing done? Let's have Sosu lead the way. I want to hear Sosu talk to these guys. Okay. Uh, so you walk up and there's a doorway leading into the security room that has a, you know, a card reader. Next to guess it. we just use the card we have, huh? We got an orange one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yellow security door. 
Down so gets you, into the security. He's a fucking security guard. So. Yeah, 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 but should we be able to walk in there if we're going to? Can we just we have knock? An they put our names on Yeah, it. exactly. I think it'd be weird if we, that, that's going to get some questions. Can't we just, isn't there like a call button or something to talk to somebody inside? Maybe we go to Rosita. Is there a call button, Ben? You can look. There's no call button. It's not, it doesn't work that way. It's just a security office. So let's go, no let's go get Rosita. All right, all right, so Sue, let's do it. Let's walk up to Rosita. So Sue's going to lead the way up to Rosita. Uh, so, uh, we've just been, uh, elevated to a higher security clearance and we need to, uh, we have an urgent, uh, need to get those cards made. <laughs> oh, okay. And she's like, oh, right. You were the ones that were going to see Caldwell. Uh, I, I, I just got a message. Actually, I meant to send somebody upstairs to talk to you guys, but he's not going to show up today. We just heard, but you said yeah, you need we, we, higher we, access. Yeah, we, yes, we just talked to him and he, uh, he elevated our access. Uh, we, we've got some work to do. Uh, he, he gave us a call. Okay. Let me just see. What were your names again? It was, uh. Make you guys say it again? <laughs> you do not remember our names? Is that the problem? It, it was uh, Mr. J-Bone. Yes, yes, J-Bone, uh, J-Bone. Tanya, Har- Tanya Harding and uh, uh, <laughs> Timothy, so Susan. Ace. Roll me a, um, What? Charisma. You fucker. See if he's got okay. that really Roll me charisma. I mean, you guys can help. Anybody can chime in and help. Is there a problem with you remembering my name? I hope. I was literally here <laughs> nine minutes ago. Oh, gosh. She's like, well, you know, there have been quite a few people here with appointments, ma'am. I promise you there's, there's nothing wrong with my memory. Have I, there I'm been quite many sure. other Australian trolls who have come through your front desk? <laughs> Rosita's kind of matching your kind of Karen energy. Yeah. And she's like. Well, we don't discriminate here, ma'am. I would like to know the exact number of Australian trolls who have come through your front desk in the last nine minutes. I'm sure you would. Now, could you please humor me? Uh, she says, uh, and you said you had an appointment. And what time was that for? Uh, it was. Ur- it, is, it is urgent. It was. Uh, it was supposed to be immediately. We have made a call to Mr. Caldwell. And uh, my charisma was a uh, one, a three, a five, five, and a six. Damn. Fuck yeah. Wait, so your charisma. You have four charisma. I have five charisma apparently. God damn. Jesus Christ. Target number was six. She's able to look past Tina. Tina's rubbing her the wrong way, but Sosu looks like it's it's starting to fit. You got this bitchy model chick. Sosu has his hand on Tina's elbow and he's kind of squeezing. Yeah. And it's it's that kind of squeeze where it's saying, if we get a chance, we will kill her. <laughs> and she flexes her arm a little bit to just communicate through the tension of her muscle tissue that she's on the same yeah, page. She, yeah, she nods and says, okay, oh, yes, I do see uh, that here. Um, Interesting. Yes. And she looks over and uh, she kind of frowns. She goes, uh, she's like, Susie, could you just wait? Could you watch the desk for just a moment? She's like, come with me. And she walks you guys over to the security room. Back behind her desk, there's a door for security. The two doors open up. You walk into the room that Sosa, you saw on the camera. There's the massive card printer in the back corner. There's a few security people sitting in like a break room off to the right as you walk in. They're kind of just sitting and having coffee and watching like whatever's on the trid screen above. And she walks over to the card printer. Wade, we have a last minute urgent request for... Uh, red access for these people here. Once they're done, can you just flag me and I can escort them to wherever they need to go from It there. is not a request. <laughs> and she kind of like closes her eyes and takes a deep breath. <laughs> She's like, and 
composed herself. We need three red passes. She cuts for her these. off. She cuts her off. She says, do you get many requests for red badges? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bone Meal, you're going to blow this. And she turns towards you, Bone Meal. She's gambling on their security people reading that Rosita is also a bitch. Oh, interesting. Okay. Roll me your... your uh, verbal interrogation? Can I do verbal interrogation? You do verbal interrogation. Okay. It's going to be plus two to your target, but this is non-verbal information you're trying to glean from people around you. I'm using my voice. Target number six. Do your thing, Mr. Mystery. Won't tell me my target number. Target number six. Uh, five, uh, two and a one. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, you're not able to tell. You see everyone kind of like noticing this going on and you're, they're raising their eyebrows. You're not able to discern whether that means like you're being the bitch or if like this person's a bitch and someone's finally challenging her kind of thing. Fair I'm enough. Not sure. She turns around and looks you square in the eye, Tina. Oh, shit. She says, I'm sorry. Uh, who did you say gave you that clearance? Alec. Did you say it was Alec Caldwell? I'm, I, I'm going to, John's going to, you know, kind of swoop in and be like, yeah, Alec Caldwell. Okay, he called you. No, no, don't say that. You can't say that. I'm Al Caldwell, baby. No, you can't say that, Christian. I'm Al Caldwell. What the fuck are you doing? I'm getting sick of this. I'm Al Caldwell. He's the guy in the executive office, Christian. I'm aware of that. They don't know what he looks like. They don't necessarily know what he looks like. (laughs) (laughs) It's a future. Extensive plastic surgery. She squints really hard at you. And she says... uh, I was told that he wasn't actually, his first day was supposed to be today, but he'd moved it. He, he wasn't supposed to show up today. I flew in. I flew in this morning. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> now, can you print my passes? I've got a lot of work to do with uh, Thurberg. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong name! <babe. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> what's, his, what's his fucking name? His name's Thorberg. Oh my god. <laughs> is that what I just said? She said Thorberg. Thorberg. <laughs> is it Thorberg? What are you saying? No G. No G. <laughs> whatever. Thor, whatever. It's perfect, though. It's perfect. Uh, Romy, your corporate etiquette, baby. Now, this is a tough target number. He's going to give you a target 27, dude. Two fives and a four. And a two. <laughs> she turns and she puts her finger up. She says, Don't print those passes. And she looks at the, the three of you. She's like, present your sins right now. What are you talking about? And she brings up the dossier on her little data pad. And she shows you a picture of Alec Cal- Caldwell. And she's like, Ben, this is a non... <laughs> I, I feel like I should have to roll for this. How many people are in the room right now? Are we in the security room? You are in the security room. There are four people, including her. There are two at the break table. Everyone's looking because you've made such a scene, Tina. They're like they're like half eating like a snack and like just kind of staring like half their mouths open. And then there's a dude at the keyboard right now. And then there's Rosita. Yeah. I want John to punch this this annoying chick right in the face with his shot gloves. <laughs> I just want to say. I want to roll to see if I can do that. Before you do that, Tina turns and she sees the door is still open to the security room. And she grabs the handle and slowly moves it forward and closes the door and it clicks. And then what do you do, John? I'm going to punch this chick right in the face. Rosita. Actually, you know what? Right in the chest. Get the right in the ticker. <laughs> Are you doing an open palm punch? Yeah, open palm monk <laughs> monk punch. Oh, sick. All right, roll me unarmed. Roll me your unarmed skill. Fucking annihilate this fucking racist bitch, Rosita. Okay. Target number four. She has a one, unarmed and, uh, and one because she doesn't know how to fucking defend herself. Wait, I, wait yeah. unarmed with a keto is seven. Oh, yeah. Oh, Holy shit. About to get fucking Seagull. What was the target? Target number was four. Four? Three. Target three, number four. Three successes. Three successes. So you're able to stage up. 
Shock glove damage is seven serious stuns. De staged up is seven deadly. Fuck, you fucking, dude, you fucking killed her. What? I read the ticker. Open palm fucking sternum punch this bitch. And you hear the ribs crack and give, and you hit something kind of spongy as the shock glove goes off. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking segalled that, that fucking bitch. And you just see like blue veins grow around her eyes and her face and she just like loses her breath. Sosu's like disappointed. I didn't even get to do it. No, oh, no, no, no. Sosu's, Sosu's standing there like, ah. He's five Mentos deep. <laughs> Slow motion, she goes flying backwards across the room and smashes into like this small, you know, desk of computers and everything just goes fucking flying. <laughs> I, I think it's funny if John reacts like, Oh, like, did, forgot he had his shot gloves on. Oh, shit, That's my like, shot gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pink Fohawk. You can check out new episodes every two weeks. Until then, we'd be hugely thankful if everyone listening could post about our podcast on Reddit or Twitter or leave a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts or even just share our show with a couple of friends. That'd be awesome. Thanks again for giving us your time. It's the most precious commodity any person has. Pink Fohawk theme created by Colin Rufino. You can find links to his website in the description below, along with credits for other songs used in this episode. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. By the way, dude, okay, I was talking to somebody, one of our fans actually, and he was telling me, he was like, just thank you for making your podcast like professional. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, you're welcome. Like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, I don't know. Just like, I have so many podcasts, man, that I was like, turn on and like instantly they'll just be burping and belching. And he's like, and I gotta listen to like fucking forty year old dudes like burping at like high quality audio, like ASMR burps. That's awesome. <laughs> and I started laughing, and he wasn't laughing. He was serious. He was just like, he was like scarred, like pissed from it. He's like, man, I mean, they're podcasts that I like. And they fucking burp. Wow. <laughs> I was dying. I was laughing so hard. That's his dick. So I noticed that last edit, we referenced that Dan burp, but he cut the burp out. He's going to appreciate that. Classy. I'm going to eat some low mein right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. God.